This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is the co-host of this podcast. He produces the product as well. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center here. Uh, Greenwood Village, Denver, Colorado. Thanks for being with us. A uh, lot to talk about on a Thursday. I'm getting a little uh, nervous inside of my body about um, these Raiders. I don't think about these Raiders themselves, about the idea of losing this game, what it would mean to me, to like the uh, to the Broncos, to the season, like where I would, you know, it's, I'm going to make this one about me. Like how, again, like my disconnection emotionally from the team and then me going into all of us going into what's next continue the rebuild Mm -hmm. how do we find our way you know back um however if they win this game and they're four and two that changes uh dramatically it'll feel a lot different i think we kind of know that so if there's ever a game that the broncos really really truly got to have as a franchise i mean for the guys in you know on the team for teddy bridgewater for george payton for i call just everybody as a whole as a whole um i would say this is just as big of a game as the Broncos have played in three or four years. And that's kind of what I think about it. So big time. Um, what's your kind of feeling on where they're at right now and kind of where this weekend is headed? Well, I'm with you that this is one of their biggest games in the last, you know, four years uh, since they've been relevant in the NFL. And this, this game will mean everything for their playoff hopes. You know, you're going to be, either be a 500 team and, or and if they're a playoff a five hundred team, their playoff aspirations are over with. Yeah, and and if you're four and two, you're looking a lot better. The cushion created from the three and zero, oh, the the way the schedule played out, that's what will set you up for the playoffs or mm-hmm. not. There's no going to five hundred and then bouncing back and finding your way four games over five hundred or three games over five hundred to ten and seven at the end of the year that it would take to make the playoffs. Right. Period. And, you got to win your division games. You got to win your rivalry games. This is huge. You're at home. Um, I'm feeling good about where the Broncos are at right now, but you know they still got a few players that are banged up. You know, Cream Jackson and Melvin Gordon didn't practice, um, so those two guys uh, they they make big impacts on the field, and they might be still a little banged up. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's still quite a few injuries. Uh, Ronald Darby is back though. He's a, a full participant in practice, so um, they're looking good. Uh, the offensive line looks to be a lot healthier. Yeah. And I think that's going to go a long way in, in this game because we we said it was a must win last week, uh, but this is the true must win for the Broncos. Well, you know, things change too. It was a must win last week, and they lost it. Luckily for them, the Raiders have fallen back down to earth mm-hmm. as well, plus all the drama they have going on, plus the Chiefs uh, lost again, plus if all the teams, it's the Chargers out in front of the division, which I think everyone else in the division thinks they'll come back down to earth. Um, so... Circumstan- uh, circumcisions, no, circumstances <laughs> have changed. And the Broncos are now in position to win a game, uh, be in second place in the division. Um, I'd have to go look at the rest of the AFC, how it's kind of shaping up. But at 4-2, and two, I bet you they'd be a playoff team. If it all kind of, let's go look here. If it all were to end 
right now and the playoffs were to start today. I'm pretty sure four and two would be a, a, a playoff berth for the Denver Broncos. Okay, I got it here. Let's see. We got um, you got to project four and two a little bit forward uh, to the rest of the teams as right. well. So like the AFC South, everybody's but the the Titans are uh, three and two. They're the only team in that division that will make the playoffs. Yeah, Col- Texans one and four, Colts one and four, Jaguars zero oh and five. Um, then in the AFC East, you have the Bills. Uh, at four and one, but the Patriots that's in second place are two and three. Um, say they win, they're three and three. You know, right. uh, we know happen is going on in the AFC West and the AFC North is where it gets a little interesting because the Ravens are four and one, the Bengals are three and two, and the Browns are three and two. So say one of the Browns and the Bengals wins, right? Uh, they'd be four and two with the Broncos. There's four division winners and three wild cards, right? Seven playoff teams now. Yeah, eight. there's an extra playoff team. Wait, are they going to eight? No. Or are they sticking with seven? There's that extra playoff team. I think team. it's the one, and then the fir- one, only one bye happens. Yeah, so there's three wild cards. Okay, so there's three wild cards. That so there's means, seven playoff teams. Yeah, that means the Broncos would get one, the Bengals would get one, and the Browns would get one as of right now. Right. So if the Broncos were to win. Yeah. If the Broncos were to win. If the Broncos were to win. So um, also, they'd have a little separation created actually then you'd buy yourself a cushion again to potentially lose to the browns four and three bounce back the next week try to get to five and three right uh against two the washington football team yep washington so how important you know is this game well it's everything just like every game every week is everything but in this case and you know under these circumstances um, who, for who and what the Broncos are, man, what a win! Feel good, big time. I mean, you're you're looking the playoffs dead in the face at that point. You 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 now the Raiders now have two in division losses. So if they do end up you know bouncing back and you know having a a tie a tie with the Broncos record wise, yeah, you have that tiebreaker over the Raiders. So this game means a lot, and it sure does. You know the the Broncos they. In these last two games, they've lost because of their slow starts. They've lost because of that's their, the truth. They've lost. They've also lost because of their secondary. Yeah, you know? but you know you can blame we can uh, inside of the slow starts all the things that happen in the game. Obviously, yeah. but the slow starts is what has cost this team these wins because both of these games would have came down to one did come down to the wire. Maybe there comes down to the wire in their favor if they just score some points and keep pace with the Steelers last week. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens again, it's kind of throw that one out. I don't 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 even watch the tape. Your quarterback was hurt. Um, your defense played great. Maybe watch that tape and see what you did to Lamar Jackson in case. In some way, some chance, some way, shape, or form, we play the Ravens in the playoffs again. So, um, but it's just kind of what it is. Um, Shermer taking tons of heat. Vic Fangio is on the block right now, the chopping block. Um, it's do or die time. This is like the character stuff, the yeah. leadership stuff. What are you really made of? For sure, uh, heart, um, coaching, um, preparation. Um, big boy football this weekend. Four and two doesn't come easily. Lots of teams are right there. Three and uh, two right now. Two and three. That's what this league is. Like teams coming back to like the medium and you know a slugfest. It's about survival. 
So the Broncos would be four and two, and to be what, no matter what you think of them as a team, the record would say there'd be a cut above. They'd be four and two. They would be the potentially the number one wild card team, which would give you a little bit of a cushion to you know again, uh, depending on what would happen against the Browns the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting and it's important and it's everything this weekend um, for these Broncos who have there's like there's no shame in losing to the Steelers and the Ravens. No. There's no shame in that, okay? No, definitely. So uh, there would be some shame in losing to these Raiders, these circumstances, um, under these conditions. With everything going on. With with everything going on. Again, I'm wondering how they'll look because we're wondering the rally behind each other. uh, 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 Caleb Nassib and uh, Nassib or Nassib. I don't know. You know, um, any... I don't know. Well, Nassib took but, a personal day. You know, amidst all this, he he needed to you know just take a day off and um, you know for, try to move on from the John Gruden era. And considering everything that Gruden said, I don't blame Nassib for taking that day off just to recollect himself and, and move on and, and then try to move on to the next week uh, and, and just get back to football. Um, so, Gruden, um, what makes this week interesting is. He's their offensive coordinator. He's mm-hmm. their offense. What will this offense look like, and how will it run without him? Um, period. That'll be the question mark in the story. Will the Broncos defense allow those guys to get it going? Or are they going to surprise the Broncos with some looks that truly they've never seen because Gruden, you know, looks that Gruden never threw or ran at him? Um, we'll see. I really still think in the end the Broncos have a bunch of big-time advantages. Does that unknown factor favor the Raiders? I think for a little while because it's like still the players playing. You have to go kind of beat them, and fans should be able to kind of adjust. Um, Don't let Waller have it. Actually, it's not Waller. Waller will have a day. Don't let Ruggs third have a day. I mean, don't let... um, Speedsters have been killing the Broncos the last couple weeks with... Hollywood Brown and Deontay Johnson, those two guys got past the defense and torched the Broncos for for big game touchdowns. And you can't let Henry Ruggs do the same thing because he has a lot of that same makeup. The Steelers have a Hall of Fame quarterback with really great receivers and a running back who they drafted in the first round. The Ravens don't have the Raiders don't have all that. The Broncos don't have all that to worry about with the with the Raiders. Don't let Josh Jacobs have a day set the tone. That's very important. I think kind of will be the most important thing potentially here um, in stopping them or slowing them down because Derek Carr doesn't, you know, I think if Derek Carr throws about 35 or 40 times, the Broncos win this game. No doubt about it. If he throws it 28 times, that means they probably ran it 30 times or 35 times. Raiders win. Um, the Broncos have played right into the hands of their opponents these last two weeks. Um, world-class coaching. Outcoached. John Harbaugh is my, one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Mike Tomlin might be my next favorite is the guy. Okay? These are great freaking coaches. Hall of Famers. Championship coaches. Championship winning coaches. Um, that'll be a difference this week. The only problem is we got a shit. <sighs> is Fangio a shit coach? From what he's shown so far, yeah. I mean, his between his clock management stuff, the September 
woes in his first two seasons. Um, and the you got John Harbaugh on the stand on the sa- on the sideline and uh, Mike Tomlin on the sideline. These guys are like fucking badass dudes. They are badass. You know what I mean? It's like these are leaders. You can get behind. You see it. You believe it. You hear them talk. You're like, oh, I get it. You want to buy in and run through a brick wall for those type of guys. Banjo's not that kind of guy. He's no. old. He's like the second oldest coach in the league, in a league that's full of young, innovative minds. This team is young. Young's young players, stars, drafted very high. A lot of young guys. Fangio doesn't go with this team. Fangio and, and he kind of doesn't go in this NFL anymore either. Donatel, Fangio, Shermer. Donatel's just his guy. Donatel wouldn't be. All those guys are old-fashioned, and they don't fit mo- the modern NFL. So I think it's part of why the Broncos are held back a little bit or being held oh, back. Oh, absolutely. We've been talking about this for a long time, you know, the last few seasons. And since um, Kubiak left, that's how it's been. Do you know what? I don't wish them to struggle so then Vic Fangio will be fired. I want them to still win 10 games this year and Vic Fangio to still be fired. And you go find your big-time upgrade there. You just missed the wild card and Vic Fangio gets fired. say you hammered in the wild card game. Hammer time. You know? Yeah. I mean, you go one and done. I mean, Ill-prepared. George Carl, coach of the year. You fired. Yeah, lose to one. Vic Fangio, go to the postseason, fired. There's, you know, it happens. It's not improbable. I hate calling for guys' jobs and things like that, but I'm also super jelly of um, all this young, offensive, you know, um, you know, super genius, uh, super geniuses that are like running amok in the NFL right now. The Chargers have one of their own as their new head coach. I swear to God, the guy looks like he's 14 years old. Like if you saw him driving, you'd be Staley, like, "Yep, how's he have a is it, you know, driving with just a permit?" You know, looks like a um, fetus. Now, um, <laughs> so let's call this halfway point of this podcast, okay? Broncos Blitz Podcast. It's brought to you by DraftKings, our friends at DraftKings, Jake. So tell me about DraftKings, Jake. I'm going to ask you a little bit here. What do you like about DraftKings? DraftKings, the the fast payouts, the easy-to-use app, um, same-game parlays. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Everything that DraftKings offers you, all the, the bonuses, the uh, um, odds boosts, it, it, it's all great. Well, we have an awesome opportunity for you guys just trying to get your foot in the door, become um, someone who gets involved in these games, has a, has a dog in the fight, but say they don't have uh, thousands, maybe even hundreds to go be depositing. Well, everyone's on a different budget. That's okay. Because right now, DraftKings, if you bet just $1, you're a new customer, and you bet $1 on any NFL game this week, you get $100 on free bets. Okay? If either team in that game scores a point. So it's like they're just kind of trying to be cute with that stuff. It's like a no-brainer. It's a opportunity for you to turn um, a few, literally a dollar into $100 in free bets. With those free bets, you can bet whatever you want. Same game, parlay it. Um, to player prop it. Uh, whatever you do, whatever you like to do, you can do with those bets. And then those bets turn into real money. Okay, and then that money can be cashed, cash it out, uh, let it ride, turn that $1, okay? I want to see some stories of people turning this $1, literally $1, into $1,000, which people do every single day. 
and they do it at DraftKings, okay? Uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Dra- uh, download it right now, okay? Use promo code MHS so they know that we sent you. That's important. Uh, promo code MHS. Um, just $1. Any NFL game this week, it turns into $100 in free bets if either team scores a point, okay? Uh, promo code MHS. That's important. Uh, very important. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Tommy. Okay. Um, Jake, where do we go from here? I, you're, you're not going to be here tomorrow. Right. So I think we should kind of start breaking this game down through your eyes, the mm-hmm. way you're going to see this game playing out, get your predictions for it, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Danny Bailey and I will do the podcast tomorrow, but you will not be here. So, Jake, spit. There's a few ways I want to break this down. Okay. How the Broncos can win this game. Um, the Broncos need to feed Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Run the ball a lot more than you have been. 18 times in the last game is unacceptable. I get that you're down. Learn something from the Steelers. Yeah, you know, they saw what Najee Harris was able to do. They couldn't run previously all season. Right. So it's like the Broncos have shown the ability to run. So it's not like they can't. The Steelers couldn't and found a way to do against the Broncos. So the Broncos should have an advantage in going out there from seeing it and then committing to the actual um, running of the ball repeatedly and, yeah. and having success with it. It takes a commitment. You know, we, we've talked about it on the show Big before. Time. It's a philosophy. Uh, you got to, you know, impose your it's will. It's game commitment. It has to yeah. happen from the start. And you can't go away from it because then it goes away, so to speak. And you have to, It's um, if you're not getting what you want out of it, you still have to go back to it and it, until the game um, takes you away from it. Right. Until you're down 10 points or 13 points and you have to start to throw the ball. Exactly. And running the ball will alleviate so much pressure on Teddy. Um, they The Raiders will not be able to blitz as much if you're having a lot of success on the run. Play action will open up. Noah Fant and these guys coming across the middle, big chunks of, of yards um, on these big plays due to the play action. And that all starts with the running game. So I, I think that is a huge focal point in how you're going to win this game. On defense, you're going to have to get this get some sacks. You know They didn't touch uh, Big Ben uh, very much at all. Um, they hit him but they didn't get to him before he got the ball out. Um, so you got to get to Derek Carr, rough him up a bit, uh, you know, give him some happy feet in the pocket a little bit, make, it, make, make him hear, uh, hear footsteps, start seeing ghosts. Um, and then um, that, that's how you're going to win on defense, you know. And with the pressure, you'll get some, some extra turnovers as well. Uh, that's something that they were missing in these last two games as well, the, the turnover battle. Um, that, that was – a big reason why they lost those games. So um, force turnovers, put pressure on Derek Carr, run the damn ball, and get your play-action game going, and then you can win 27-24 against this Raiders team. I think there'll be some scoring in this game. Um, the feeling of that game, that's what I have. The feeling of these last couple games were lower scoring-ish, and they kind of were. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... So incredibly important for the Broncos to come out and score points in the first quarter. 
that if they first don't, opening drive, why if not? They don't do it. You know, you got some fucking problems because like you, they've been working so hard at it. You know, they've been working hard at at it, and it's not just the coming into the start of the game, being ready to execute in the preparation, but the twenty script, fifteen scripted plays that we're going to run to go in there and score. In theory. Um, 10 points, you know, two scores with a touchdown and a field goal, two field goals, two touchdowns. So if you can't do that again, then it shows like we just can't do it. Yeah. We just can't do it. It's not who we are. Well, our scores will come through the flow of the game when they're presented on, you know, in field position stuff. And once we get going on a sustained drives and the momentum from that kind of stuff, which is just like, it's not like, there's some teams come out, bang, 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 foot up a dog's ass all day <laughs> yeah. long, bang, bang, bang. And it's just attack, attack mode. It's like when you, it's like 11.07 and you're like checking the scores for the first time in the NFL Sunday, just kind of check it. Like the game's barely even started. And it's like seven to zero. Whoa, how, what happened? That was quick. That was quick. I mean, come on, Broncos. Let's go do this. Let's get this thing done. Handle your business here. Show us that leap forward. Teddy, you got to bounce back with all this leadership stuff, all this stuff we've been pumping you up about that we haven't heard anything about for a couple of weeks about KJ Hamler's locker type of stuff. And all, you know, Von it's like. Miller's talking about we haven't had this since 18. We need to see some more of that. I mean, we got to. This is such a big week for the Broncos. A lot of unknowns. Still, with it being an early season, um, with whatever the Raiders are going to put out there this week without John Gruden, um, Broncos as like still a mystery product. You know, man, it's like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I'm getting with these guys. At least they're and, interesting, and they might not. They might. Um, they might not know either. Well, you just said it, and we'll end the podcast on that. They're interesting, right now. A three and three team, Jake. It's not interesting, bro. Mm-mm. It's going to be on. tougher to come do the Broncos Blitz podcast every day. I'll be watching hockey. Well, again, the themes will change. You know, um, we'll be talking about the future. We'll be talking about the next players, the next draft picks, the next. We'll be talking about um, um, the next coach. We'll be talking about the next quarterback. We'll be talking about. The trimming of the fat of the Fullers and the Kareem Jacksons. And uh, we'll be talking about what you do with Dalton Reisner. What's his future with this team? We're talking about what you do with Vaughn Miller. I, that's, I just got 20 episodes of podcast. Yeah. That I don't want to do until the end of the season. Or until they're, you know, down the stretch of the season eliminated from the playoffs with two games left and they're eight and five or eight and six or something like that, which if they're those, if they're eight and five or eight and six, I don't think they're going to be eliminated from the playoffs. Not at that point. So maintain, build, bounce back. A lot of kind of things have to happen that they're trying to do here as a, a franchise and as a, a group of guys, a group of men who are trying to go out there and like complete a mission. It's not easy. A lot of great players in this league. A lot of good teams. Raiders are not a pushover. They had three very outstanding wins um, to start the season. The three best wins maybe any team's had all season long. And now they've had two clunkers. But the drama, all the stuff that they got going on this week, the Broncos better take advantage of these guys and use that to their advantage. Uh, it'd be a total letdown, Jake, for the Broncos to lose this game, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Then it's back to the old Broncos and the town the drawing board. The town just is deflated and everybody's upset. 
And it's we have just the a, Nuggets and we have the Avs, and that's like a little bit of a saving grace and a scapegoat, but this is Broncos country, you know? Yeah. And it's what it is. We're Broncos fans. This is a football town. We're football people. So um, go Broncos. Uh, right, Jake? Uh, give me that final score again. 27 Broncos, 24 Raiders. Give me any time touchdown score in that game. Um, I'm going to say Cortland Sutton gets in the end zone. Josh Jacobs gets in the end zone. Um, and I'm going to say Melvin Gordon gets a tutty. Okay. And yeah. Darren Waller gets a tutty. Okay. Uh, for Jake Meyer, he's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Um, I am Danny Williams. Go take advantage of that DraftKings promotion. We really appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Good night, Sheila. Good night.